0: Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with.
1: Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children, and they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self confidence.
0: Exactly, so they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast.
1: Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. Again, that's give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. And yeah, you can really uh, help these kids if that's what you're into. Support the youths. Well, Shut it. up. Don't, <laughs> don't don't patronize me. Okay. Uh, I don't need to Enjoy that. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> This is Raven. And Campbell.
0: And you are listening to Boozicals. Um, this week, Campbell, would you like to tell our lovely, lovely listeners, now that we know we have some, uh, what our surprise is for them this week?
1: So first, um, just kind of like time frame of like when these episodes come out. So we're recording this um, a few days after episode three, the Sweeney Todd episode came out. And the end of it, while funny to Raven and I... Oh, when you were mean to me I, when I was mean to you uh, my mom called and said you better say three things about nice got Raven so I'm gonna do that right now uh, <laughs> although I did think of it three nice things and were was going to say that but in the middle of you talking I was like you know it would be really funny though if I didn't so nice thing <laughs> number one um, so uh, what I think is Raven something that I don't see in a lot of people is how you're always like down for anything. I remember just talking to you and be like, Hey, wouldn't it not be nice to hang out? We live on opposite sides of the country. And then like a week and a half later, you were here. You're like, Oh yeah, I'm down. If I like, <laughs> it could be literally anything was like, Hey, like starting a podcast or it's like, Hey, let's go on a trip. Yeah. Let's just do it. It's not like lip service. A lot of people are like, Oh yeah, that would be a fun idea. You're immediately is like, I'm game. Let's do it. Two, I think, <laughs> out of all of our friends, um, I think you're the most trustworthy person we know. Aww, thank you. Because even though, like, you, if someone tells you something in confidence, or if someone like needs an ear, you don't just like listen to people, but I don't know the way you're able to either console or empathize with what people are going to uh going through uh really makes you like a go-to person for like i assume like pretty much everyone in your life if you've noticed that
0: that's really funny because that's actually a thing i always thought i was the worst at so that makes me feel a lot better oh continue one more thing
1: (laughs) one more thing um (laughs) you know how you get annoyed with like people like always wanting to talk to you yeah (laughs) exactly see it's really funny because do you know why people do that no, because when people like they can have like maybe three seconds of interaction, and the thing everyone can pick up off you, or that you're special to other people in their lives, oh. and that just like immediately like draws people for wanting to like have you in their life, and you're most of the time you're like why why the fuck is this random person talking to me? Because they just I see actually. something that like they don't see, and really anyone else. So those are my three nice things that I thought of. I in Sweeney Todd, but I didn't say.
0: That was so nice and a hundred percent worth waiting. What has this been? Like four uh-huh. or five weeks? Yeah. Yeah. And then this isn't
1: gonna come out till like three months after the third episode comes yeah. out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So, surprise number two, we have wonderful special guests today. Uh the oh, loves I- of my life, a brother to me, actually a brother, both of them to you too, Raven.
0: Indeed. Uh-huh. Indeed, We're all
2: brothers here. We're right all here. brothers
1: here. We have Carter and Megan. aka <laughs> A- A- Megan.
2: Hi! That's how you say my name. It's actually Megan. <laughs> Megan, Megan Eagle. Megan Eagle.
1: Uh, thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks we're, for having us. We're super happy to be here. First, long-time long time listener. Of your <laughs> first, first time First, first, first time uh, <laughs> attendee. <laughs> yes. First time guest.
1: Nice. Um yeah, just long time I'm,
2: listener of your two episodes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Only. I mean,
0: they are very long, so it counts. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean I <laughs> you listen for a long time, <laughs> <Yeah, long> time <laughs> <to> listener. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, um, um Carter is just like how we know each other. Carter has been um my friend um since like elementary school. And then we have since then only become closer as blood brothers and soulmates. Sorry, Megan. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's accurate.
1: And then I had the, the absolute delight to meet Megan. Um,
0: yeah, okay, so before we get into the choice for this week, which uh, Carter and Megan had the option to choose for us, would you guys like to talk about what you have been listening to so this week? Like, music-wise or podcast-wise? Other than ours, huh. obviously.
3: With pleasure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I have, um, I think it's developed, uh, during this quarantine when I've been working from home so much that my music taste has become very strange. We I, have that in common right yeah, now. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of, like, ambiance music, like <laughs> Lord okay. of the Rings, uh, Ooh, you know, or, or, like, Skyrim, just, like, background music, because um, it helps me study, um, or not study, but work, I guess. <laughs> and then also, like, I do um, Ska, scotter Days, which, yeah. like, Ska Fridays. Hell I, yeah. I only, yeah, I basically only listen to Ska on Fridays. That
1: reminds me of my sister's um, Creed Tuesdays. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, basically the same uh, sentiment in there. Um, yeah, so big into Ska these days. And uh, also, I've been listening to a lot of Coheed and Cambria as well.
2: Okay. It's got an interesting, interesting yeah just um range.
3: real cacophony of cornucopia cacophony I,
2: I don't uh, cornucopia think of... yeah I don't <laughs> it's
3: like yeah it's like fruit but with music um,
2: I have had less of a broad range uh, but definitely during quarantining times working at home have uh, completely changed the type of music that I listen to and it has now all become. Um, I don't know if you guys know the band Sophie Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, they. Uh, it's house music. Yeah, it's house music. So they have a DJ set every day at 1 p.m. for 30 minutes. That is nice. all just house music. And I turn it on, on my TV, and just take a break from work and dance around my apartment. Oh, that's and so nice. Now that is just what I listen to now. That is. Never something that I had listened to before, uh, and now that's the only
3: thing. In that fact, I would to. like make fun of people, yeah. I would, I would make fun of people for
2: listening to this music, yeah. so you know, if but you can't beat them, join them. I I'm guess I'm in it, <laughs> I'm part of the freak fam. Freak if, if Sophie Tucker is listening to this podcast right now, um, I'm part of the freak fam. Just let you
1: know, this week I've been like re listening to uh, Tame Impala's. Uh, newest album, The Slow Rush, kind of like, it's uh, on repeat for the whole week, scattered with, you know, Matchbox 20 here and there, but that's just like a constant Mm -hmm. in my life.
0: Yeah, you're just always the usual 20, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, I've been listening mostly to a lot of like Spotify playlists and just like, picking a song that I wanted to listen to and then going to it's like, it's song radio, but the past two days, I've been on like, a Pink Kick um, so I've just been ah, listening to so just all pink all day, and it's been two of the best days of my life. So. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, pink, pink is great. Uh, okay, yeah. Do you guys want to introduce the uh, musical for this week? Oh, us? Yeah, go
2: for
3: it.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh Ba-da-da. man. Okay, so this week we are talking about Rocky Horror Picture Show. Woo! <laughs> what is it? The nineteen. 19- Seventy-five musical film. Is that the right date? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I, think 75. <laughs> Good job. I didn't write it on my notes because <laughs> my notes didn't really make any sense. <laughs> nice. And
1: so what are we drinking for that then?
2: So um, we are drinking a drink that Carter and I uh, developed um, on our own and it is a beautiful reddish bourbon drink that has Campari in it, which makes it red. Mm -hmm. Um, So we thought it looks kind of spooky. And so it has been given the name Vampire 69.
3: Which is entirely unrelated to this musical. Unrelated to this
2: musical, <laughs> but we did choose the drink before we chose the musical. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you know what? It fits. Yeah, so.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice reddish hue, and there's a lot of red lipstick going on, and
2: actually, yeah. more I mean,
1: vampires than are than from India, Transylvania. So. That
2: indeed. You know, yeah. that's what I thought of. I, so there aren't, you know, there aren't actual vampires in this musical, but there could be. They're from Transylvania, which uh, you know, spoiler alert is not the country. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you spoil this for
1: our listeners? 1975. That was like just a few days
3: ago. Yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, you know, tough luck. Uh, we may we may spoil it for you during yeah. this no definitely so. Okay, y'all want to cheers then? Raven and I haven't
1: had Yeah, any let's bad. cheers. We None of
2: us have had any sips yet, so. I've had many sips, cheers.
3: but not, you know, Clean. this one. So, cheers. cheers.
0: Oh, that is delicious.
1: What the fuck, guys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, let's get into some history behind the musical.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, would you like to, Raven, or should I?
0: Uh, you should, because I did not look any up.
1: nice okay so the rocky horror picture show um so it was um you know written by richard o'brien it was originally a stage musical called the rocky horror show um but a stage musical in 1973 in london the royal court theater and it kind of like uh took how richard o'brien thought of like you know classic like horror thriller movies um, and kind of like turning that upside down, but adding a lot of like rock and classic rock and roll elements. So it was very popular in Britain, and by like 1974 ish, uh, the film adaptation was already in production. Um, a lot of the original theater actors, Tim Curry, Nell Campbell, uh, Patricia Quinn, um, were in both, but the release in 1975 was um, considered pretty much like a failure people didn't get it um but since then i have
2: no idea why yeah, I mean, it's, just a <laughs> it's clear classic cut, film. clear cut horror um, horror movie <laughs>
1: exactly and so it like since then it has had such a cult following um that there's so many different um like traditions for stage performances i know uh, a lot of places every valentine's day this is what they perform and everyone gets dressed up. There's a lot of audience participation, especially if it's your first time attending, um, like drawing on your face and things like that. So that's just kind of like brief history. Um,
2: have you guys have any of you guys been to a live show? Yes, I have not this? ever. Oh, Ooh.
4: Yeah.
2: okay. And I don't think I don't think um, not Carter yet. Carter has not either. Uh, but I will tell you, and any of the listeners right now if you have not gone to a live screening of Rocky Horror Picture Show with like in uh, live actors you should go yeah. <laughs> or even I mean even if you just go see it uh, just a showing of the movie, a
4: movie.
2: It's, all, it's a treat yeah. and if you go to a good one there are props involved <laughs> um, there's it's, it's a hoot
1: <laughs> it like combines like watching a movie with like a play going on at the same time
2: uh-huh. And it's interesting. Magical. Yeah, so you usually have the people uh, performing and lip singing in front of the screen that is showing the movie. And the audience talks back uh, pretty much to all the performers. And yeah, a lot of like
3: call and response and stuff like that, right? Yes,
2: yes, yes. And it is such a treat. And the costumes are phenomenal. And uh, yep, highly recommend it.
0: So let's get into let's get into it. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Opening scene. Well, I guess not scene. It's opening credits. But credits. we hear the song uh, "Science Fiction Double Feature."
1: Yeah, sung by Richard O'Brien, but like the lips are uh, Patricia Quinn's. Who who plays Magenta, yeah. And what they had to do... I was trying to
2: figure out which one is the lips. I was looking at their mouths and trying to figure it out. Yeah, it was
1: was, uh, Magenta's actor. Um, And what they had to do, they had to, like, kind of belt her head to, like, a board. So, like, she wouldn't move. (laughs) Oh, wow. And the mouth wouldn't, like, move around as much. It would just be, like, the singing. And I love that. Yeah, really like this opening song. It's very true to like what uh, Richard O'Brien was trying to do, and it's like an, this song is like an homage to like classic horror thriller move, movies that like are referenced a lot, but also basically saying, like, given kind of like the plot of the film,
3: right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and even even down to like the, the the text of the like the font of the credits. Is like like thriller. Yeah, uh, it's like the, the bloody kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, definitely almost in like a like a satirical way. I feel like is uh, like referencing old school thrillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's definitely like the sound of it is you know that classic like some parts like doo uh rock and roll, which is pretty core to this
0: movie. Um, I yeah.
2: love the rock and roll just theme of of this musical. I think it's great.
0: <laughs> I think it's very indicative of like the time as well that like, the story and everything was like originally written. Um, given that it's supposed to be this whole like kind of culty like horror type of like um, type of story, and you know, rock and roll is the music of the devil. So true,
2: it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh there you go yeah that makes sense
0: (laughs) yeah so then uh we finish with the opening credits and we go into the first scene which is uh coming out of a like church there was a wedding that just happened um and it i guess it's just like the friends of like brad and uh janet Janet. yeah getting married um yeah it's
1: uh ralph and betty (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, it's Betty. okay. Well, <laughs> Jeremy Newsom to and Hilary
1: Farr. <laughs> <laughs> Although Hilary Farr, she you know she's the co host of Love Adore Listed.
2: What? Betty. Did not that's Be-
1: that. yeah, that's Betty.
2: No way! Yeah. Oh, no. that's so funny. We're Jeremy wasn't in a
1: lot of bit. stuff after this, but I was like, <laughs> you know, googling her, I was like, Oh, she didn't really act that much. What are the self credits? I was like, Oh, I know exactly who this person is. That's really interesting.
0: Funny. Yeah. Um
3: Thanks for the tidbit, Campbell. No
0: problem. Yeah but uh one thing campbell that i wanted to point out is that janet is played by susan sarandon who had a i don't know if it's a cameo if it's like multiple episodes but had two a episodes cameo. yeah it's two <laughs> episodes uh she was on 30 rock as uh lynn onkman uh, yeah as lynn onkman was the teacher that slept what is his name frank yeah
1: frank rossitano
0: Yes, yes. We have seen
1: 30 Rock a million times. But I I I will say Susan Sarandon, my do you know what my favorite role of hers is?
2: Is a little woman because that's mine.
1: It's she played the spider in James and the Giant Peach.
2: No way!
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's so cool. Man, she is what a versatile actress she is. Yeah.
0: Glass oh yeah eye. she's really talented <laughs> um, but yeah one of the things uh, from this scene I have a lot of things for the song but one yeah. of the just, <laughs> things that I wanted to point out um, so the car as they're like driving off like presumably to go to like their honeymoon or whatever Oh yeah, like the camera like zooms in on the sign that's like be just and fear not which I think is an interesting uh, kind of like message I think like for the overall movie in terms of just like, like accepting yourself like letting yourself like love yourself and like accept who you are and what you like. You know what I mean?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Okay, that is the, uh that's all the wholesomeness we need for this episode. So, uh... Let's, let's... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean, Raven? <laughs> now, we got, now that we got
2: that out, let's oh, so yeah. oh, oh, okay. start talking about this musical.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we see uh, they, like, do the whole bouquet toss and Janet catches it and then there's a whole thing of, like, oh, like, now you're gonna get married, Brad, and blah, blah, and he seems so unhappy about that idea. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> I mean it um, can, from the very beginning you can see how like, you know, repressed all these characters oh are. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And um we get into the song Damn It Janet.
1: Which is uh, so fucking funny.
0: Fantastic. I love. I love. And I love, I love how like thought. in the background, like when they first start the song, in the background like against the back of the church, it's like a I guess American Gothic. Of the painting American Gothic. Um, with like the farmers and the pitchfork and everything um i also think it's so funny because this entire this entire song the one thought going in my head was just like is gay right <laughs> 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 like, every, every single thing is like she like wanes in to kiss him and he's like "Ooh, let's not do like, that so can... and then just like everything about uh his demeanor with her she's like so, she's his beard, right? Like, that's what's happening right now. Like, this is what's going on. And then when, they, when they're walking down the aisle, uh, like, kind of symbolically, like, getting married and stuff like that, he's yeah. literally dragging his feet. Like, physically dragging <laughs> them. <laughs> that's
2: so funny. I didn't
1: Meanwhile, they're setting up for a funeral.
2: For yep. a child? Did you guys see the size of that coffin? It was a very small coffin. It was coffin. definitely so a, like a child's funeral
0: <laughs> that is happening in the background of this freaking song. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny it's about fine. like when it happened in the song because there was like, oh, like there's only one thing left to do, and then they bring in the casket. It's just like it <laughs> <minus, laughs> <minus my laughs> die. <body. laughs> yeah. And this song,
1: uh, this song is so funny. Just I don't know. Just all the title of it. And like, you know, the comedic pauses, Mm -hmm. it's like, damn
0: it, Janet, I love you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or like, I'm mad, Lee in love with you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then after, after Damn It, Janet, um, then we kind of have a cutaway to the like police officer um who is that just, is he
2: the detective the criminologist i, I never have yeah. understood his role other than just being a narrator i hadn't really thought yeah. about it much until watching it this time
0: yeah he kind of just provides a like exposition and like framing for the story but i think his physical role is like he's the detective um like investigating the story or something like that yeah yeah because yeah. he seems to have like files on them like all that kind of stuff yeah yeah you know, diagrams
2: Ray. of how do the time yeah. warp
0: yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get
1: yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. But Charles Gray, uh, he's been in a lot of like James Bond movies. Is what, he a
3: villain or a butler?
1: uh good question. I didn't look that far on IMDb. Um, well. <laughs> but he was in um, Diamonds Are Forever and You Only Live Twice. He was Blofeld and hmm. Henderson. So those are the Sha- some Sean Connery, some classics. some classics, some classics. Megan, what's your best Sean Connery impression? Go.
2: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> perfect
1: yeah so the criminologist yeah <laughs> oh yeah
3: basically he's just moving the plot along right
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah um, and much. kind of like alluding to it's like oh this is such a typical like wholesome American couple
2: okay. and
1: he's talking about them but then he also has like police files on them so you know, yeah. like, something's gonna well, happen.
2: And you know that, they, he kind of gives it away right there that uh, Brad and Janet are not currently found. Like, they, I feel like he kind of gives it away there of that they're not in the story anymore. Yeah. Or they're yeah. not uh, there to actually talk about what happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Wait. I forgot to say something for the. We talked briefly about the American Gothic people in the background.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's um, the two people from the the two Transylvanians, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what Carter oh. pointed out to oh, me. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when uh, we get, get to the castle, his face looked really familiar. Yeah, uh-huh. that makes sense.
3: and then well, and the uh, what's the guy's name that uh, is like the main uh, character in drag? What's 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 the Doctor
2: Frankenfurter. Yeah, but what's the actor? Tim, Tim Curry. Tim Curry.
3: Yeah, Tim Tim Curry is also in that yeah. in that did family you guys, photo.
2: I, I don't know if I've ever seen that.
3: Yeah, it's I like don't think the I uh, they, that. they, they I don't do think a family photo. Fo- they do a family photo at the wedding, and all three of them are Tim Curry, and then the two the other two Transylvanians are in oh. the photo with. them. Are the
1: other party people the rest of the like wedding party?
2: Uh, I don't I don't know.
3: I
1: don't have have that
2: good of a memory. Because I feel
1: like I mean there's a lot of like reuse of characters and actors in like these productions and things like that. I would believe then they just have like sunglasses and suits later on. I would believe it's them. Also But
2: the but the American Gothic ones, that just becomes a recurring theme. Yeah. Because at the end he has like the pitchfork laser. Yeah. And there's also a picture of American Gothic in the castle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um.
2: Cool. Anyway, sorry. I, I also just, did I think, meant to say something about that, and then.
1: So now, um, the criminologists um, saying that they got lost when they were trying to visit a friend of theirs, um, ex uh-huh. science teacher, uh, Dr. Scott Everett. Um, so then we see I'm Janet and Brad, um, kind of like driving in the woods. It's really rainy. Um, you get a setting for the times because you hear on the radio Nixon's resignation. Um, yep.
2: Yeah, that's why I meant to look that up. I was trying to, uh, like, be sure of what was actually going on in the radio that they weren't talking about at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, this is, like, a really big thing that's happening on the radio right now that they're completely ignoring. <laughs> it's not.
1: Important.
0: It's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Just president resigning. Um, hope for two. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, another, another little uh, item in the, Brad is probably gay, um, during the car ride, uh, like, during the scene, uh, when they're talking about how, like, after they break down, um, when they're talking about, oh, yeah, like, there's a house nearby, like, maybe they have, like, a phone or whatever, and... Janet is saying like, "Oh, I'll come with you." She says, uh, "Besides, the owner of that phone might be a beautiful woman, and you might like never come back." And Brad does this little chuckle. That's just like, Haha, "You're fine." <laughs> <okay." laughs> <laughs> if only you knew.
1: Something also just like thinking back to like the grease episode. Um, but um, Brad majors played by Barry Boswick. He played Danny Zuko on Broadway.
0: No way. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun. Who
1: we know is that character really just wants to dance. So I think (laughs) he just he just wants to dance, and they should let him stop with all the sports. And I feel like that would be really relatable to Brad Majors
2: as well. Absolutely. Yep. I could see that, but he just has to keep it keep it hidden inside. He's repressed. Yep. A lot of repressed individuals in here. Um, Yeah. Oh, but. Brad going, oh, when it, cause he didn't just say, oh, there's a house nearby. It's like, oh, we passed a castle, uh, a Three couple, yeah, away. a couple blocks back. Um, so like, where are they? Denton, Ohio or Denton? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> just, like, I mean, oh, yeah, spoiler, the cast. castle
1: does get taken away by a spaceship. So
2: <laughs> like, I think the castle is a spaceship. Well, yeah but that's kind of megan's point is that, like, <laughs> he just
0: casually was like oh yeah well we did yeah. pass that castle a couple you know a our
2: couple t- miles
1: typical american right
4: castles, castles.
0: <laughs> not only not only do we not have castles in america but i think many people would agree with me that ohio is one of our shittier states so even if we above ground have castles
1: it's the above ground pool of america
2: is it, okay, but is it actually you know? in Ohio? I just said Denton, Ohio. I don't know. Is, did anybody fact check where this it's is? It's probably that? in Ohio. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I believe you. Um, yeah. yeah, like, it's why, like, like they just casually just like, yeah, like, there's a castle back there. No big deal. That's that's totally normal. We lived in this town yeah. our entire lives. Never seen it before, but.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe there's just more castles around in the 70s. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know.
1: So now they see the castle. Um, so then we get into the song Um There's a Light. Uh which is very there's two two parts of this song. First it's Brad and Janet, and they're like, oh, a light, where they're so like hopeful, like they're saved. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it like cuts to the castle and like way more downcast lyrics, and it's basically it's like, oh we're saved, castle, you're gonna
3: die. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, super interesting like dichotomy between how positive the song was compared to, you know, the doom and gloom of their environment. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of confused like why they were like so happy sounding yeah. when they were walking yeah. in the rain to a haunted castle.
0: Yeah, cuz you're like stranded in the middle of a storm at night like walking to this dark like very gothic like style castle. Mm-hmm. Just like everything is fine. Gothic. Life is perfect. <laughs> Yep. American Gothic. We're going to get married. <laughs> Excuse you, Campbell. It's Transylvanian love. Gothic. <laughs> right. But the planet, not the country. The planet, yes. <laughs>
1: they also take a really long time to knock on the door. They're just like, yes. oh, we're, I yeah. can't wait to get out of this horrible storm. But they're just like singing in the rain. And they're yeah. like, you, you <laughs> can... in the rain. Nice. Uh, you can like move. You can... yeah.
2: No, they have to stare longingly into each other's eyes. I'm sorry, hopefully.
0: (laughs) Many, many people cannot walk and talk at the same time, so I can imagine it's only that much harder to walk and sing at the same time. Brad definitely couldn't.
1: Anyway. So they they get to the door, (laughs) and uh, who answers the door? But it's uh, Richard O'Brien's character. Um, Riff Raff, not to be confused to the... um, uh music
2: artist with quotations. Uh, <laughs> <Riff> yeah. <raff. laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> quotations. Business
3: business owner, entrepreneur, singer songwriter. Uh, model actor.
1: Music icon,
3: yes. riffraff <laughs> Yeah, bodybuilder, body he's, <laughs> he's Tip-toe,
1: tiptoeing through my Jordan's vine star. Um yeah. Jordans, <laughs> Yeah. That's a funny vine. Um and then Not him. <laughs> and then he uh is very much a, you know, Igor type.
0: Yeah. Complete with the oh, hump yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but instead
2: of a hump, it's more just like really padded shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> For, yeah. in a blazer.
1: <laughs> Got lucky best. And I think it's so funny that He's just like you're wet, and like one of my favorite lines of the movie: <laughs> Susan Sarandon's like, "Yeah, it's, it's raining. It's raining. You dumb piece of shit."
0: <laughs> That's the subject. She, <laughs> <close. And> <laughs> <then> <laughs> you could see her. You could see her just look at Brad, just like, "Are we? Do we want to stay here?" <laughs> like, <laughs> do you see this guy? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, Did you
2: see him creepily uh, singing in the window while <laughs> we were, like, gazing at each other? No? Yeah. <laughs> just me.
0: Um, but yeah, so then um, he invites them in and they're all, like, super creeped out because, like, I, I don't know what they were expecting given the castle and the setting and everything. When they walked in, they seemed incredibly surprised that it was a very, like, dark kind of, like, gothic theme and they were just like, oh... Um, Literally nothing. This changed. is strange. I'm like, okay, stranger than seeing a spooky castle that you've never seen before in your hometown in the middle of the night? Okay.
1: Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting this with the comedic and ominous lightning always going in the background. <laughs>
0: right? Like, she's like, uh, Brad, Janet, I need you, I need you to, uh, like, assess your surroundings a little better in the future. <laughs> yeah. You should be more aware.
1: <laughs> um, so then we see magenta come in the maid played by patricia quinn who was the lips in the opening sequence and they start wondering it's like hey is there like a party going on and she was like oh you're lucky you're here tonight i'm lucky we're all lucky that they get to experience whatever's going to happen that night and it's so demented kind of how they're speaking to each other Mm -hmm. further horrifying brad and janet
0: yep yeah. Oh, yeah well because magenta looks insane so yeah yeah <laughs> that's part of it yeah but
2: brad is very unfaced and janet is he's used like, to
0: like you know living a lie
1: it's
2: fine yeah oh that's true
0: yeah <laughs> honestly that was my biggest thing throughout the entire movie is that like this like we see um we see janet's kind of like sexual awakening later in the movie like we'll talk about that when we get there but what um, happened to brad no we see that too to Me, this entire experience is Brad's sexual awakening because he's at home the second they get into this castle. Like the <laughs> time, even when even late Roman Janet wants to leave, he's just like, Let's just stay, let's just see what happens. Like, why, why, why do you want to go so bad? I, don't understand. I love that take on it.
3: <laughs> What's the worst that could happen?
0: Yeah, um, we have fun. <laughs> I finally get to, you know, get down with a, a guy,
3: do the dirty, <laughs> do
0: the dirty. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we get into the song uh, Time Warp. Um, and Janet just yeah, And like, dance, and dance. And dance, indeed. Um, and Janet faints for some reason when they start... Uh,
1: constantly. Dancing. I'm like, girl, keep it together. I was like, you are so repressed. Stop fainting is literally in my notes.
0: <laughs> like, it's, it's like they weren't even... Like, to me, actually, Time Warp was one of the more, like, conservative... Um, like songs or like scenes in this entire movie because just like, yeah, yeah there's like the just... whole like pelvic thrust part. But it's still just like they're just singing and dancing. You know what I mean? They're and just doing just, a line like, dance. And she just like clutches pearls, like, oh my god. It's like
1: taking like the cha cha slide, but you also have to use the bathroom. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a jump to the left.
2: <laughs> and a step to the
4: right.
1: <laughs> I the criminologist portion of this song was so on yeah. and it's like I at the beginning he's just like it. his like has the steps up like in his office <laughs> and he's like it's a step to the left and it's like so like proper and things like that but then he gets into it too
2: yeah yeah what did yeah in the final scene that they shoot him he's like i feel like is he up on a balcony or on a table yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: he 100 percent gets into it um and I think this is actually when Janet wants to leave. Like as soon as time warp finishes, she's just like, "Oh my gosh, we should get out of here!" Like they don't, they don't have anything for us. Like this is so weird. Like I just want to leave. And uh, Best, like, what if we just stuck around a little longer? What if we just like saw what happened? Like just chill. Cool. I'm liking cool. the vibe <laughs> in here. <laughs> cool, jets. Um, and then behind them, as they're arguing, we see Doctor Frankenfurter descending upon an elevator. Um, and so then we get into the song Sweet Transvestite pretty much as soon as he enters the room. Tim
1: Curry in this role, just the confidence.
3: The way so, he entered that scene was just so incredible. You know, it's his, his facial expressions and the singing, oh my gosh, it was so good.
1: Because um, what I like normally think of tim curry like before like i saw this and like knew this was him i always like equated him to because he did play pennywise um in the original it like tv like two-parter thing
2: really um yeah i had no idea
1: um he's nigel thornberry from the wild thornberries (laughs) um but the first like musical thing i saw him in was i think the best adaptation of any kind of like treasure island and it's oh, Muppet yeah. Treasure Island, and he's oh my
2: gosh, I forgot yeah. he's Long John Silver. Silver. Yeah. <gasps>
1: but what a talented I. There's very few actors in all those situations like that. Even from not even saying anything, just like walking, you can just like feel that confidence. Like he's like, yeah. this is my role, and this is who I am right now.
0: Yeah, he 100% embodies it.
1: And everyone else, like, all the characters and actors are just so compelled by just his presence. I feel like when he came out, that's when, like, Janet was more, it's like, okay, let's see what's going on here. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: like, I like his vibe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's good. (laughs) Yeah, so we find out, um, well, they're, like, singing the song. And the first time I, like, watched this, I didn't actually think they were aliens I thought they were just eccentric. Joking. Yeah, they're oh, joking yeah. that uh, <laughs> that so Dr. Frankenfurter is a transvestite from Planet Transsexual and the Galaxy Transylvania.
2: Um, isn't it? I, no, or is it that it's was that reverse? Galaxy of Trans, wait. Which is no, the galaxy? No, the planet,
0: I thought the planet was Transylvania. And he's from Correct. like the country of Transsexuals, er, the nation of Transsexuals, something like that? They say I galaxy. Wrote it
2: in my notes, it's Planet of Transsexual which is in the galaxy of Transylvania. Cool. And I oh, okay. knew we were going mis- to mix that up, and we have been the entire show so far. <laughs> Good so. job. Good job. <laughs> but it's the planet of transsexual in yeah, the galaxy right. of trans.
1: Yeah, seems like a pretty, pretty bumping place. <laughs> um, and I have nothing. I don't know what I was going to say about Well, <laughs> I just want to say,
2: I don't know how I feel about, like, saying, inf- uh, implying that Uh, Transsexuals need their own
4: planet.
2: Yeah, Um, I think that's probably the one thing that I I am thinking hasn't aged that well. Mm But um,
0: well, other than that,
2: I I guess guess my
0: take on it, my take on it was more like um, given the honestly stigma around um, like being transsexual or transgender and like all that stuff and just like Mm -hmm. a lot of the LGBTQIA like community in general. Um, I thought it was more of, like, a satire on that, of, like, how so many people are, like, like, think that people, like, that are transsexual, transgender, like, there's something wrong with them, or, like, something like that, Um, that it was kind of, like, making fun of that, or, like, playing off of that stare, like, idea, like, that negative stare. I,
2: I love to think of it that way yeah because yeah. i was thinking way, like, than... like yeah
0: you're right we come okay. from a different planet but you know what we're better than you so yeah no yeah. they are literally okay. higher beings <laughs>
1: yeah um, and like this this that. movie is such uh the whole movie and why it's like had such like a cult following especially among like queer people um just this is like a very liber- liberation um and self-expression sexually yes. and identity wise, that is what this is. is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, Just. so uh we so we get through to, uh, Sweet Transvestite and um <laughs> Doctor Frankenfurter um invites them up to his laboratory and he said like tonight is the night of his that his like creature is going to be born. Um so then they unveil uh this like it's kind of like mummied like wrapped humanoid creature and it's like giant tub of presumably water um and this part the the chemist in me really loves this scene because he lowers he his biochemical his, like, dispenser, reason, right <laughs> yeah because he like lowers his dispenser uh from the ceiling and then starts like pouring a bunch of like differently colored liquids and at the end it's like the rainbow and yeah. like different like layers it's so good i and, like love it's, it's like... you can't actually do that with like water density and it's oh great. yeah
1: and, like, it's very much, um, it's kind of like how you're, like, dying Easter eggs. It's what it reminded me of, but with a corpse. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh
3: yeah. And with, that, it's, very, it's very, like, Frankenstein-esque, right? Oh, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's with what what like, called. the electricity and the, the colors the and the The sonic oscillator,
1: lightning. which, that's I mean, awesome. we're all engineers and scientists, <laughs> but That they had to uh, up the reactor output to three points, three more points. Three points, As wow. we all know... As, like, That's in our lot. professions. That's quite a lot of points. <laughs> that is a lot of points, indeed, if you are correct, Campbell. Yeah, you, yeah. you can quote us on this. We are experts in, only in this regard. Everything else we talk about, maybe absolutely.
3: No one's, maybe no one's ever been able to, like, synthetically uh, create human life because they hadn't upped it to three points yet.
1: Yeah. They only
0: gone to two, and that was a mistake.
1: Yeah, you at least, <laughs> I know three's pushing it, but, like, if you have the means...
3: Indeed. This, Indeed, this movie Indeed. truly pushes the envelope of science and, you know, society. I,
1: I think so. And, oh, no, I don't know, whenever they say, like, you know, fake science instruments and stuff like that, I always think that's fun. Love uh, it. I love good sonic yeah. oscillator. I mean, I'm using a sonicator in lab all the time now. So it's Which is short
2: for a sonic oscillator. Which is
1: the same thing, I like to think. I'm just making really tiny plastics. Not, you know... Um, defying the, um, being defined in the eyes of God, but
0: that's fine. People their own. (laughs) Um, yeah, so then the creature wakes up. Presumably, okay, I don't, was there any, like, electric shock or anything? Or did the gayness of the rainbow flag just went. Just, up that's just, what just, I no, just interpreted
2: <laughs> yeah because just you know, I was picturing I wanted the whole like lever pulling scene of yeah. like lever pulling and lightning sparks but it's no it's him just like putting in a bunch of little uh, sports <laughs> oh, <that>. of, of <laughs> rainbow color, dye yeah. and it makes a rainbow flag and then it produces him produces <laughs> by, Rocky. by the
1: power of gay he he has risen <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, a drink to everyone. Not a second Vampire 69 cuz we don't want to die and I do have to work after this. So that's going to be fun.
2: You have to work after this?
1: Yeah. I have to like I have to catch up on some work. Oh.
2: I'm so happy. <laughs> to Megan, be out
1: of you know, grad school.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. Cheers. <laughs> but you're, Cheers. You got me bad. Cheers. Firebacks. Cheers. <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh Yeah, should we maybe talk about the musical that we're doing? <laughs> yeah, I guess.
2: <laughs> Where yeah. were we?
0: Um a
2: Rainbow Tub Birth of Rocky. Yeah.
0: Go. Birth
1: of uh Rocky Horror, his name. Um, so he like comes alive, they start like, you know, taking off all the bandages. Um And he's a hunk. Um, and he
0: has yes. golden he's wearing this
1: dude is so hot golden
0: spandex underwear like little like golden that does not fit his
3: bum
1: yeah
0: the boots
3: the boots are hilarious (laughs) i
1: it's the best part (laughs) and then so uh rocky horror it's actually um the actor peter henwood um this was like one of his two roles like ever it was oh, this. Yeah,
3: I, I googled him too, and I was like, "Is he only
2: this no, guy?" He was too it, busy working on his body, yeah. And it's his hair. this
1: in this movie. Uh, Tam Lin. he plays someone named Guy. Um, <laughs> but like, also, he's not the one singing. They had to dub his voice afterwards because, like, he's not a Interesting. singer. He's, like, literally oh. just the body.
3: <laughs> he, he didn't seem like an actor either. He seemed, like, very, like, unenthused or, like, not super engaged in the role, which maybe was just part of it.
1: it I, mean, I think so.
0: It. I, yeah, that was kind him. of the it's air the, of the, like, character. Because he's just, like...
1: I've been alive for seven hours.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And, like, he's literally just a body. And, uh, Frankenfurter literally just made him to be a hunk. So I doubt he gave him a lot of brains. No, yeah, so no, he, also, he, no, he well, literally he has had half a, half a brain. Half a brain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he says that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so <laughs> oh, it was
1: uh, Trevor White, who was the singing voice um, for this, who also um, also Jim Sh- that would
0: make him that would make him eligible for the uh, for escape the Pina Colada song if you have half a brain, which he does oh, technically. Okay.
1: <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with this, but I'm glad I followed. <laughs> Thank you for taking us on that. Excellent journey, Raven.
0: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so then we get into the song, um, The Sword of Damocles. Um, oh. Do you guys know like the story of The Sword of Damocles?
2: No, please tell Very us if you, minorly. if you know.
1: Yeah, just really quickly. So it's just like uh, allegory to like, a sense of impending doom. Like there is uh, this one guy who would always complain about this king. It was like, you have it so good. And it was like, you sit on my throne. And so, what the king did, they also, he put, like, a sword, like, hang by a thread, which also the term, like, the phrase hang by a thread comes from. So, oh he wasn't able to appreciate everything he had because he always thought he was at risk of losing it. Yeah. Ha. Yeah. So, this also, so <laughs> then this sets the tone for uh, the character of Rocky. Um, can't, in always a sense of impending doom. Yeah which we see more and more about frankenfurter and and his reaction to like everything that's going on
0: yeah and everything that rocky does as well
1: yeah Yeah.
0: he's Um, very
2: controlling very controlling lover
1: yeah yeah um so i really like this song because i love the chorus behind Mm -hmm. it um because rocky is like woke up world sucks and then the chorus is like (laughs) that ain't no crime and I'm like, you know what, that's true. I, like, really felt this song. It's just, like, you know, wake like waking up in the morning, it's like, oh, here's my day. I don't want to do this. And then, like, if I have some, like, weird chorus, like, outside my window, that ain't no crime. That would have really helped me through the day.
0: Honestly, that ki- yeah. That kind
1: of validation. <laughs>
0: um, and is this the one where he's, like, running around and Rocky's chasing, or not Rocky, Frankenfurter's chasing him?
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: The, um, I think I think this the, this chase scene uh, really shows how uh, his golden tight uh, underwear really limits <laughs> okay. his movement. I felt like he like didn't he like couldn't run properly and yeah. he was like shuffling his feet. Yeah, he yeah, Is weird-
4: yeah.
3: yeah, I think he's just stiff
1: the entire movie though. Like on um, like purposefully. Like even with the dancing, like he just mm. he doesn't. He's kind of like, if you see like like a a deer, like a baby, yeah, baby giraffe. That's exactly (laughs) it. Or like Bambi in the beginning of the movie. It just can't like walk.
0: Yeah. Although I feel like while I understand the metaphor or technically simile, i feel like it's also bad simile because deer antelope gazelles and wildebeest if you're not walking and running the first five minutes your ass is getting left (laughs) he would have have been left in the back of the pack but you know it's fine because he's hot that's all that matters oh yeah he's got
2: muscles as janet appreciates
1: eventually
2: yeah she you saw her eyes yeah you (laughs) know what Both,
1: both her and brad they're just trying to like lie to themselves
0: yeah. Oh yeah, I feel like I feel like she only says she doesn't like muscles because Brad doesn't have no muscles, yeah. and so she's just she like just I, gotta, I gotta validate to... him.
2: Yeah, she's just trying to be aware of her man's feelings and yeah, um, you know, conscience. Uh, oh, I
1: something I want... we need to talk about—we completely forgot about a main character we haven't talked about yet, but Columbia. Oh, oh yeah,
2: Columbia came out during uh time warp. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. yes Nel, Nell, yeah. Campbell,
3: she was Nell Nell
1: Campbell, little Nell.
2: You can't, you can't yeah. even miss her. Yeah, we yeah. somehow so did, but yeah, I, I mean, that like
3: scene. that
1: was. I uh... love that outfit. Oh yeah, I, I... Her. yeah exactly, Lil Nell. Um, I mean, she like had her big debut from tap dancing.
0: Oh, oh okay.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and then she like her family moved to London, and then she was doing a bunch of like odd jobs to like you know make it by. She actually like sold shoes with Freddie Mercury. Oh wow yeah
2: so um
1: and so she was also she was columbia in the stage production too um so which led her to like this role
2: i think that's really funny that uh you said that she actually got her role because of her tap dancing because i thought the only thing that was going through my mind when i was watching the tap dancing was that they were filming it in a way that made it look like that she was not the one tap dancing like because they showed her face and oh. then they
0: showed the oh, yeah. And then
2: they showed her face. And I was like, wait, this girl can't tap dance. I'm like, no way. Yeah, we need to
3: give her credit where credit's due. <laughs> yeah. she, was, she was doing the tap.
2: Yeah, so that makes me a lot happier to know that she is a tap dancer.
0: Yeah, and yeah. That I was all her. Um,
2: oh, sorry, Raven. One no, no, question I had during this song was, uh, am I supposed to know what who Charles Atlas is?
0: So I didn't I kind of assumed <laughs> that it was a reference to the Atlas statue that he has in the laboratory. But maybe oh, I was wrong.
2: Maybe it's Atlas is that Charles Atlas who what the Atlas is named after? Atlas? No, it's no. Charles Atlas. At, what
1: al- <laughs> yeah, no that's yeah. that Atlas holding the world up, completely different. Charles Atlas yes. is uh was like an American Italian bodybuilder.
4: Oh. Uh. Uh. Yeah,
1: he was like born back in like the 1890s, so I guess when he was it may have been like the 1910s, 20s when he was like Wild popular.
2: Dang. Um, <laughs> but that is who but Rocky is sculpted after, yeah. so he has the Char- Charles Atlas yeah. seal of approval. That was one I of understand. the Charles okay. Atlas was okay.
1: one of the first people to have like uh like advertised like exercise program.
0: Oh, ah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay so so after
1: i can make you a man which is very happy birthday hit the gym yeah
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: like here's a here's a gold's membership
2: for your gold panties
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) yeah
0: um yeah and and then suddenly we see this character like burst in on a motorcycle um and from the freezing. freezer, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. with this um. horrible
1: head scar that we don't know about till <laughs> <Yeah>. later,
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's fucking meatloaf. I uh. literally, I literally wrote in my notes like meatloaf. What are you doing here? <laughs> like, so it's funny like, like he shows up in the most random things.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So his okay. So meatloaf, Michael Lee, at eighty. Um, he's. His first band, like, in high school, was called uh, Meatloaf Soul. And uh, he did that because when he was playing football, his coach would call him Meatloaf because of, like, his weight, like, his size. Oh. Um, but, okay. like, he is, you know, very prolific music artist. He was yeah. on Broadway for a Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, Rockabilly, Rockabye Hamlet, and Hair. And then the his album, Bad Out of... Uh, Bad out of hell is tied for the second best selling record of all time.
2: What? Tied, oh, wow. tied with uh, Meatloaf?
1: Tied with uh, something. I forget what the record is, but it's ACDC. Yeah. What? Yeah.
0: yeah it, so yeah, Meat Love is, is selling a well,
1: rock album or like. I the the thing said record with wow. like fifty million. Interesting. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, I feel like wow. I feel like this happens a lot. Where like Meat Love to me just kind of like shows up in random things and like i i like meatloaf i think he's a great artist i think he's incredibly talented oh but yeah it's still just like to me it's like whenever he shows up in something granted i didn't know he was on broadway for rocky horror show but whenever he shows up in something it's always very random like when he showed up in sausage party and i was just like meatloaf what are you doing here <laughs> <laughs> don't understand
1: did he play meatloaf
0: did he, he, was he, he played meatloaf? yes he was a meatloaf physically and he oh, was singing no. one of his songs yes
1: good good I right i'm glad i'm glad they did that movie justice i say from yeah. a really yeah. fucking weird looking movie that i've never seen and like i, I don't know so. a movie oh, are a, you a movie about hot dogs hot dogs frankenfurter Rocky horror picture show <laughs> yeah off to the point of this podcast <laughs> oh. okay we're not gonna That's
2: go right. on another tangent about the douchebag in sausage fest no mm-hmm. okay Uh. Um,
1: so now we see eddie so we're at hot patootie bless my soul which is such a classic greaser rock and roll um punk kind of song and he's just clearly delirious with the head scar coming out of you know he just you know most recently thawed um riding his motorcycle just around everywhere making a mess columbia could not be happier
0: yeah, yep. they were super loved, cute together. Really I really it. thought so. Yeah. Um short lived. And then we see um that at some point in the song, like Rocky is kinda like dancing along and then Frankenfurter gets mad and then like pulls him away and throws him in the elevator. Yeah. And,
2: <laughs> and then like,
0: Oh okay. Yeah. A little controlling. But
2: And then kills Eddie.
0: I mean, it was a mercy killing. Yes.
2: Yeah. All I wrote in my notes for this song was who is this guy? Never mind, he did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I
1: my notes for this, uh Dr. Furter just fucking him up.
0: <laughs> so Frankenfurter Furter murders Eddie. Oh it murders him good. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, with a pickaxe?
0: Is that a pickaxe? It, yeah. Uh, it's yes. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is also just like why do you have one of those? Just or was why? it like
1: like an ice pick kinda deal? What's the well,
0: difference between it's, a pick and some it's some, it's ice some pick? sort of pick. So uh so certain types of picks are like double headed. So oh. ice picks are usually smaller. Um a normal pick that you would use like in mine or something is a little like thicker and like more able to handle stone and it's usually double headed. But this pick had like a flat end on one end, yeah. so I'm not sure what type of pick it was.
1: See, okay, this is going to be a fourth Raven compliment. She's the most random (laughs) shit, and it's so interesting. Like, there's no reason her being, like, 12 years old should know any of these things.
0: 22 and a half, sir. Thank you very much. Or three quarters, I guess, technically, at this point.
1: Okay, so, Eddie, Meatloaf, super dead. Oh, real dead. Real, real dead. And And then we get into the reprise of I Can Make You a Man. So the first I can make you a man, that's when Janet was like, I don't know about all of this. But then after I can make you a man reprise that we see, they're more into it. That's oh, when yeah. Janet says, I'm a muscle fan. Um, and I thought it was funny that like Brad was holding um, Meatloaf's tenor saxophone oh yeah When well, at one point did was that transfer happen <laughs> yeah, because at one point yeah meatloaf was like playing the tenor sax on the previous song and then for some reason brad's holding on to it now
0: yeah huh. it was um, like you know
1: what that's a gift he obviously won't want it back
3: i think nope. meatloaf just gave it to him yeah he was like walking past him and handed it off yeah well, he's done
1: yeah, yeah. But tenor but sax was- pretty good saxophone no baritone saxophone but it's fine
0: I was gonna say that I love this whole thing because like Rocky singing his song of or Frankenfurter is singing his song of I Can Make You a Man and then Eddie Burson starts singing his song and Rocky's just or Frankenfurter is just like Fuck this shit. You're taking my spotlight, murders him, and then immediately just goes back into his song. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> I was singing
0: Which is like, also excuse
1: you, sir. Super interesting to then later realize spoiler. Um, that, like, half of Eddie's brain goes into Rocky. So he's literally like, no, Eddie, I'm done with you. Yeah.
2: I See, this is where, and I don't know if we want to get into this now or later during the dinner scene, but I am thoroughly confused about how Eddie was used uh, and, like, what part he played in Frankenfurter's life. We, we could get to um, it in
1: the dinner scene. That, that yeah. seems like a natural
2: yeah. part so yeah. we'll talk about it later but i cuz literally all i have during the scene was who is he never mind he did <laughs> and i <laughs> unimportant i, I just, it? yeah so i was like okay moving on we don't get to learn anything about him uh yeah. but then we did later so yeah. we can talk about
1: yeah that. Um, and then we see like i can make you a man of the reprise that now they're like chapel like wedding uh processional
0: mhm
1: and uh, yeah. we see the stained glass of Atlas, yeah, holding the world. Holding when the they're
2: world. going to bed, when, yeah, yeah. It's not wedding; they co- they're just going to bed.
1: But like I, I don't remember now because Vampire sixty nine. But the <laughs> uh, the music in the background is for them like walking down the aisle. Is yeah, it not? It's, it's the it, it's it,
0: the bridal it's the bridal march, like the wedding procession okay. or something. Gotcha. Like that. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then we had the criminologist, you know, kind of reflecting on Brad and Janet's, like, strife during this, and he's basically... How do know
2: what happened? He's a really good detective. Because
3: he's the narrator also. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riff Raff maybe, you know, told him.
2: Yeah. Riff Raff went back to planet transsexual, so I
4: don't
2: know. So, anyway, moving on.
1: at this point, the narrator was like, well... If life's, like, not real and doesn't matter, Brad and Janet, they're good. They're going to be fine. Yeah. However, (laughs) if this is real, they're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we see them go to separate bedrooms for uh, Brad and Janet. And there's, like, cameras in each. And, like, Janet notices there's a camera when -hmm. she, like, has, like, the robe, shawl, whatever. thing. She
2: puts on the robe walks three steps to the bed, takes off the the roof, and gets into
0: bed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was a little odd, but you know what. Um, And so then uh, presumably Brad comes in and uh, gets into the bed and they start necking and then it turns out to be Frankenfurter. Um, Well,
2: so first off with this scene and knowing Brad and Janet before they had entered this castle, Mm -hmm. if Brad came into bed with janet she would not be okay with it yeah. like just think no, just she think was about saving it. like herself. no way no way they had had any sexual relations any Absolutely heavy not. petting yeah, or she anything is gay. before this correct megan <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey, precisely for, so for me uh, she she would not have been as relaxed as she was, even thinking it was Brad coming into the bed.
3: But. Yeah. Unless she was heard, I mean, I think just her juices were flowing yeah, after that was, muscle man. Yeah. Oh, she, she was, was right. into it. So, yeah, she was ready to yeah.
0: go. Yeah, because even once it's revealed to be Frankenfurter, like she, like, kind of freaks out for like 30 seconds. And then she's like, you know what? I'm here for it. I'm down. Let's yeah. do this. Yep. Yeah.
2: I, I liked you right from the beginning. So it's fine.
3: Yep, he yeah, he coaxes his his way into bed with her, and then immediately following has the same exact scene with Brad, which exact I, I with think Brad, it's yeah. I think it's so funny that the uh, the way that's done, where like the dialogue is almost identical uh, between the two scenes. It's so yeah. funny.
0: Yeah, and um, and I love the like when he comes in, like I don't know, like I don't know how they filmed this scene. They totally
2: did it with the original, like the Brad or the Janet coming in yeah. first, and then did a cut, cut, and then it was with the wig. Yeah, it was all yeah. silhouettes. So yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah, it was so funny. It was even, it was even more obvious with uh, with Janet because it was just like, okay, that one hundred percent was not Tim Curry. That was Susan Sarandon. Yeah, Miami. that was. And like amazing. the voice is like on point until he like takes off the like wig, whatever, and it's just like, oh no, it's me. And they're just like, what? <laughs> That oh, was so funny. It
4: was so good. <laughs> um, so this is oh, obviously between like... yeah. Okay. Between
0: those two, we do see like a side scene where the butler and... Uh, riff Ma- Raff and Magenta. Magenta, yeah. I keep thinking her name is Margaret for some reason. Just M and G. Just keep bouncing around in my head. I don't know. Um. But I keep thinking... Uh, but the butler and uh Magenta scare Rocky? Attack him? Whatever. Yeah, it's like... Riff Raff... Magenta, why are y'all being dicks?
2: I don't yeah, know what. They're... I don't
0: understand that.
2: Yeah, what is their motive in ruining Frankenfurter's fun? Well,
0: it seemed do like they
2: just want. As aliens, they...
1: they had a mission, and obviously, it's not happening. Yeah. So maybe they were like, "Fuck it, let's ruin this," so maybe we can be in power.
0: Interesting. That's fair. Yeah. I did think it had something to do with like, I guess overthrowing quote unquote Frankenfurter. Um, I just do not really they, understand yet what the because
2: they had always addressed him as master and seemed okay with him being master.
1: Yeah, but... but did did he did they address him like that only when they were in front of other people?
0: I don't know. Was
1: that the bit they were playing? Maybe because like when it was just themselves, they did whatever they wanted.
0: Yeah, that's and true. I don't think
1: they refer to him really, but when they're in front of like Janet and Brad, they're like, yeah, they call him the master, master, yeah. yeah, because that's just like. Their, their performance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so then, so after the scene in Brad's room, we see Janet um, coming out. Uh, she comes out of her room, and she's like, oh, like, I feel so bad about, like, cheating on Brad or whatever. Um, and she's... um how does I she wind up? Know, with Rocky?
1: Okay, so she goes up and then she's on the monitor that, like, Brad's, like, smoking a cigarette after, like, you know, oh, yeah, doing yeah, the which dirty. Which was very. Yeah. With yeah. Rocky.
0: Which was Not very, Rocky. like. With hooker. Wait, wait, you Frank. have
1: messed me up with Frankenfurter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, to me, it was very, like. Cheap motel hooker with like businessman type of scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all the been, way like Frank and Frank was just which, laying on the bed. And then...
1: Ladies, we've all been there <laughs> before. Carnage joins us um, back, um, and so she was like, "How dare he?" And I was like, "Girl, you, you, you just slept about... with him."
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, and so um so then Janet finds Rocky like after having run around being chased by dogs and all that stuff um and he's like hiding in this little tank which is now empty of water but still has the rainbow which i was looking don't, i don't think but, it ever
3: actually had water in it like he was you know, completely dry when he came out
1: but he was initially. like some he was in the middle of it he wasn't floating yeah
3: Oh yeah. Um, Who knows? So was Who knows maybe, what was happening. maybe
1: you know what? Maybe the tie dye just stains that way. I remember. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I I have a lot of experience tie dyeing. Um, There's plenty of plot listeners holes couldn't in this. Tell, um, and I'm pretty good at it. Uh, and it's, okay. You know, stains your hands and stuff. I would believe, like whatever the tank's made of. Some. There's residue. plenty of plot
3: holes in this musical, and that's not really. The they point. don't seem that's like true. the kind of
1: scientists that clean their glassware after they're. used. Oh, I
3: hate those guys. Yeah.
1: Put in a good nitric acid bath, it would get that right out. Oh my goodness. Oh
0: Lord. Um but yeah, so then Janet finds Rocky hiding in his tank. Um, and for a brief moment she's like actually caring for him and saying, like, oh, like you're hurt, let me like bandage your wounds. And then immediately it's just like, fuck me.
3: Wait a second.
0: (laughs) And
1: then like and she's like, wait a second, and then we cut to the criminologist. The definition of emotion is <laughs> basically saying is like, oh, she's gonna uh, jump his bones.
0: Yeah, because um, then we get into the song "Touch a, touch a, touch me," oh. uh, which is literally ah. just her saying like, "Hey, um, I just had sex for the first time and shit was bomb. So I would like to do that again, <laughs> please. Thank
2: you. <laughs> I would like to do it with you, Mister
0: Uh
1: Yeah, uh, Rocky." Uh, who has been alive for such a short time and obviously built for this purpose, um, (laughs) I'm going to need you to do me a solid.
3: Yeah, he's had sex uh, a lot considering he's been only alive for like 17
1: minutes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I love love the lyric, thrill me, chill me, fulfill me, creature of the night. Yes,
2: it's so good.
1: Which honestly is what I look for in him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um and then yeah so janet and rocky fuck um and the, the thing that confuses me though and i don't know if it confuses me i just found it interesting um it's how like when they're singing uh i think it's on the line creature of the night like when they're kind of repeating it it kind of goes through all of the different characters so like you see janet sing it and then rocky sings it and then um Columbia, magenta, and like all like all the different characters, like you see their face come up and like they all sing it.
1: I took that as Janet is free, like she's like <laughs> having sex with this dude, but she's thinking about all of them.
0: Yep. Okay. I can see that's that. an interesting take. That is. An and interesting. I
1: think it also like is, it. it's also as that's how they're all currently feeling.
0: Yeah. They're all just horny.
1: Yeah. They're all they're just,
2: just horny. That. I. Thought it's just Columbia and Magenta making fun of her because she's like a virgin who had sex who now loves sex. And they're like, Yeah, I've been
1: there. Oh, and I love the uh, Columbia and Magenta like back in their room. Um, oh, yeah. It was called like, making
0: Magenta's like toes and they're just like making Mickey fun, Mouse like, ears on Columbia.
1: Yeah. 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 Just like watching it all go down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um And so then after that scene, um, Dr. Scott Everett. Is that a thing? Okay. Well,
1: Frankenfurter comes up first and like starts beating Rocky. No,
0: no, no he's beating he's beating Riffraff.
1: No, beating oh, he's beating Riffraff. Yeah, you're right, sorry. Right. For yeah.
2: letting Rocky loose. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And I was like,
0: he
2: didn't discover them until much later where they like revealed you're right. the, you're the You're right. Yeah, he was beating
1: of the... Riff Raff. And I loved his jacket. This great look. In <laughs> that scene. And then they see on the like the monitors, uh Doctor Scott is there. Yeah, And he was like...
3: Stop.
1: Yeah. He was like, oh, that's why you're here. Because uh, Dr. Scott works for the government.
0: Yeah.
1: And is super suspicious of Brad and Janet now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so then... It gets to like I think probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie when um, they they're all they I'm all spat out my beer the- <laughs> they all end up in the laboratory and uh, how did they uh, get there <laughs> they're all, yeah they're all like talking and yelling like all this stuff and then Janet and Rocky reveal themselves out of the tank both still naked um, and then it's just everyone yelling everyone else's name. Oh, uh, yeah. after each other
1: like three different times. I also love how like on a whatever science mumbo jumbo that uh, Dr. Scott in his wheelchair just like goes like through the house is being like basically well, like summoned conveyor belt. Yeah, with the magnet. So I, and that yeah. like goes through Columbia Magenta's room <laughs> and it's very like precise but it ends up going through a tile wall.
0: I love how much in the room Columbia Magenta yeah. just like Meh, that just happens. I mean, weird The stuff
2: music happens. that they were playing during this magnet scene, <laughs> though,
1: magnets—how do they work? Uh,
2: no, it was the they start Doctor Scott off in this Zen room, oh. and they're playing like, uh, like I, I like uh, I can't remember exactly what it was in my head. It was like Buddhist chime music. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: like very and like then, guttural, um, kind of chanting. Ambience. Was
2: there even? Chance? I don't mean, That's. that's why it made in me my feel. Head. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it made me feel. It's just zen. It, it paired
3: nicely with the zen. Yeah. yeah, but
2: then they just played that as his theme of being pulled <laughs> yeah. by the magnet through the entire castle. <laughs> and I was like,
1: what? And then just straight <laughs> through so... the wall. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's I do I mean, really funny. <laughs>
1: But yeah, Raven, you're exactly right. It uh uh Dr. Scott, Janet, Brad <laughs> Frankenfurter, Rocky. Uh, it's so funny. The like amount of times they did it is what made
0: it yeah. funny. They probably
2: did it like four times. Yeah.
0: I think it was like three or four times, yeah. Um and so yeah, so then uh they're just like, Oh like, let's have dinner. Yeah,
1: was like, Dinner is served. And I was like, Yeah, nice.
0: yeah through t-
2: she just like cuts the tension dinner is served
3: oh yeah the way she says it is so funny i mean, what is that accent that you're trying to do
2: um,
0: yeah so then we get to the dinner scene and it's just like so awkward because they're all just sitting around the table and they're all just like looking at each other and like the
2: electric
0: kind... carving <laughs> yeah. you just hear the carving like everyone else is just sitting there silently uh
1: sure to be bono me um, They say, and I'm like, yeah, that's not that's not what's gonna happen. <laughs> Meaning like cheerful, like friendliness is uh-huh. the mindset, atmosphere. I also yeah. thought it was funny. It reminded me of you know any friend's apartment or house I went to in college, how they didn't have any matching glassware sets. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> there was a paper, there was a paper plate in the middle of it that was kind of all crinkled up.
1: Yeah, you, you use what you got. I. <laughs> it felt like home seeing that. I was like I've Could been really there. identify with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like they a uh, toast to absent friends and also to Rocky because um we find out that uh Dr. Scott is there because he came for his nephew, Eddie. Yeah.
2: Yes. And that's where
1: he's like tracked him down to. Yeah,
2: complete coincidence that Brad and Janet were there and
0: knows Brad and Janet. Yeah. 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 Um, and so yeah, so he's asking about Eddie. And then I forget what comment Frankenfurter made, but he made a comment that then prompted me to write down are they Did they eat Eddie? Eddie? Yeah. That's what I wrote down. I, I'm the bottom of my notes I'm like, did they eat Eddie? <laughs> of course yeah, I, I should have <laughs> written
1: that like line down, but he like said that line and then Columbia oh, leaves remember- and screams.
2: I remember yeah. what he said. He said, um, that is a tender subject. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let us eat.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Cause he asked, yeah, I think it is that. Yeah. And then yeah. several
3: people like looked at their, the meat on their forehead. And then Rocky
0: just, um, just
2: continues to stuff it in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I think if that's what it was supposed
2: to infer is that they're eating Eddie.
1: Yeah. Um, and then they yeah. sing happy birthday to Rocky. And the only other person that joins in is Janet. <laughs>
2: Because she loves yeah. Rocky. She wants to wish him a happy birthday.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yep. She wants to um, do more than that. Yeah, I she, she
0: definitely does. And then they get into the song, Eddie. Um, yeah. Which is really just uh, Dr. Scott talking about how much of a delinquent he was. And it's just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, th- th-
1: I feel like this song is like, yeah, he's like such a punk, such a delinquent. But the... They don't say it, but the end of, like, each, like, lyric is always, like, but.
0: Yeah.
1: But it always gets interrupted.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, Frankenfurter says, what a guy. Then Janet says, uh, makes you cry or something. Yeah. And then then the guy says, and I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And then in the song, we get to, like, uh, Dr. Scott's, like, Eddie was definitely drawn into whatever this is. And then... uh, Frankenfurter like takes off the tablecloth and we see like his dead body like cut up and stuff, so they were totally yeah. eating him. Um completely
0: and, butchered, yeah.
1: And then so Janet like runs to Rocky, oh, not yeah. to Brad. And <laughs> then Frankenfurter <laughs> slaps the shit out of her.
0: Yeah like
2: a <laughs> yeah. big, big ol' slap.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: yeah. Which we like, get to I'm the
3: only s- one that can have multiple partners here. I'm not
0: gonna lie. I'm pretty excited to be drinking a Vampire 69 again. Like, the beer was good. Me too. It but... was not the same. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a good time.
2: Here. Yep. <laughs> uh, did we even say, did we say at the beginning why it's called a Vampire 69?
3: No, I never did. Oh, I don't awkward.
0: think you did, No what a great okay
1: on our second one what a great time to say it
3: (laughs) yeah cheers again
2: um yeah we totally we totally can um but yeah cheers uh, again (laughs) oh yeah cheers Cheers. so to all the listeners um we realized after getting our second pour of vampire 69 that we didn't uh describe why it's called vampire 69 it's not because it's half because we're children and half because um If anybody out there has seen the um, very, very prestigious, fabulous TV show...
3: Yeah, critically acclaimed. ...from
2: the once-named ABC family... Rip. (laughs) ...called Greek... It is. Shout out, guilty to, pleasure. shout
1: out to freeform. <laughs> Shut, no.
2: yeah, not freeform. We are
1: sponsored by
2: freeform. We are. This
1: is a family show. Yeah, um,
3: Greek is one of our guilty pleasures. It's not a good show, but we love it anyway. I love it
2: so much. Um,
3: so so much so that maybe we don't even feel that guilty about it.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, Carter. You said, have I've known you for a long time, okay. and I've known you to watch Greek for a long time. You've never seen Guilty. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah,
3: shameless. Shameless in, in our uh, watching degree.
2: Anyway, long story short, there is a um, uh, I think it's really just an episode or two where one of the characters, Dale, is like this geek, nerdy guy who...
3: Um, he meets a girl in a chat room.
2: And the chat room name is Vampire69. So, <laughs> uh, or the,
3: the girl. The girl's name in yes her okay.
2: name in the chat room is vampire 69 and uh that minor very very minor detail in this very very minor show is why this drink is called vampire 69
0: <laughs> okay but you know what i'm always here for minor details and i feel yeah. like i feel like it's perfect
2: anyway can we talk about the musical Eddie?
0: yeah the the character the song or the fact that he's dead
2: Um, I would like to know what everyone, uh, took away from the musical as to what he provided for Frank, uh, how he died, like, why was he in, why was his body being preserved? Um, Mm -hmm. all the things
0: about Eddie.
1: I think it was, um, they were like, definitely like in a relationship, but he was too rebellious. For Frankenfurter, because they had to be the one in control, so mm-hmm. there was a lot of things they definitely liked about Eddie. So if you could take half of that and put in like a better body, because like what did he say? Um, oh, something about like all this except the muscle. Frankenfurter says about Eddie. Uh... So-
0: yeah. interesting so well, i thought but he, i thought it was that columbia and frank had had a thing and then columbia well they say, did like, left yeah let me say like left frank but like then became interested in eddie i thought frank
1: um, got disinterested in her
0: yeah so
2: my interpretation uh, is that okay. is that frank was with Columbia originally, and then Eddie stumbled into the castle. And then Frank was like, Ooh la la, Eddie, and then started taking Eddie under his wing. And then, uh, Columbia was mad at Frank about her being tossed to the side, mm. and then also started having feelings for Eddie. And Eddie had feelings for her. And then Frank was like, uh-uh, absolutely just not. Elevate, yeah. And threw him, threw him in the ice chamber. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all of this is clearly in the play. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> Which would also make sense why um, during Eddie's song, uh, Hot Patootie, when Rocky started kind of like dancing along and seeming like, even just remotely entertained... By what yeah. Eddie was doing, Rocky was oh, immediately just like absolutely not shutting that yeah. down.
3: Like right. severe jealousy, um, right. like needing to be. The, I will not the be upstaged. After.
0: Yeah, and then proceeds to murder Eddie, and then yes. go back to his song.
2: <laughs> but how did he so. remove half of his brain, and then Eddie was just fine? We don't have to talk about the science. Aliens?
1: No. <laughs> no, no, maybe, no. May- maybe Eddie's reactor was like two and a half. Not quite three.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but not was, quite three points. Eddie was just a person. He wasn't born. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was at one he point. Wasn't, well, he, let's not, he wasn't created. So Rocky, Rocky was by yeah. by Frank. Rocky he was, was created a, by someone, and he was born, but he was not created yeah. by Frank. <laughs> but Rocky, oh, no, Rocky aliens.
3: was created, you know, from nothing. So I mean, you know, he could also have created like reproduced half of eddie's brain um without physically removing half of eddie's brain from his
1: well i saw eddie as when he like came out of the freezer um and like no pun intended but like one track mind Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's like what's left not like obviously not in like a scientific case but Uh like Half his brain is gone, so what's left That's yeah, yeah. in the context of the musical <laughs> is, like, so all of that had, he's half about.
3: his brain removed, yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. But, huh. yeah, then Frankenfurter smacks the shit out of Janet. Um, So, Planet Schmanet Janet slash Wise Up Janet Weiss yeah. is this next song. So, like, just chasing her around.
0: Yeah. Chasing her around, intimidating her, trying to be like, "That's my man." <laughs>
1: and it's very much like, "Yeah, Janet, I understand you're having like a awakening right now, but like, wise up! I'm the one in charge." Yeah. What the yeah. heck are you doing?
2: And she's just screaming and running away.
1: Yeah,
0: because <laughs> yeah. he's a
2: murderer. And- <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's uh, true. she has watched
0: <laughs> him murder a, hum- a human being. Um, but yeah. So then we get and back.
2: Has also had sex. with
0: yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yes. After, that's got to be weird. That's got to be weird. After she watched him murder I a human being, so I know. you know, yeah, that, that's so I you know that. <laughs> um, but that's kind of the Um. Yeah. So then we make our way back to the laboratory, um, and they get up to the dais where the tank is, um, that Rocky was born out of, and here's the thing that confuses me, um, so
2: the one thing but, that confuses you.
0: And the, the one thing about this movie. <laughs> only the one. Um, so they're talking about this little dais that apparently like, when they flip this switch or whatever, it becomes this massive, like, giant transponder that can then apparently be used for transport. Uh, what's the word? Not transportation, but like when you... When you teleportation. Disappear one teleportation. Thank you very much. Yes, that can then be used for teleportation and or time travel is how Dr. Scott seems to interpret your transport through
1: uh space Space, but maybe even time
0: maybe also time yes um but for some reason they can't move on the transport like it also like holds them in place which that was the thing i didn't understand because i was just like granted teleportation has not been invented yet so we don't know how to work maybe if it does get what do you mean yeah good like saying like it's has been invented no 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 no. i was saying now now in our time in space that we are recording this podcast hey you don't
2: you yeah you don't know in three months true whether or not true
3: yeah who knows
1: what spacex is doing i
3: think
2: i think frankfurter
3: just called bubblegum and so they had to stay stay (laughs) what a
1: good reference carter they're like ah shit oh wow when when they when they get
3: yeah they were like, well, rules are rules. <laughs>
0: you know? It's not a game. Like, Even the Whoa. wheelchair can't move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I did think that was so funny, though, how um, Jando was just like, oh my god, my feet, my feet, I can't move my feet. And then immediately goes to Dr. Scott, she's like, my wheels, my wheels, I can't move my wheels.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then we get into yeah. the song Planet Hot Dog.
0: Oh, yeah, that is Did I just called.
2: black that out of my mind? You're a hot dog. I don't think I. I didn't even
0: write anything down. No, no
3: Not, notes nothing. About that. Nothing. <laughs> that was a hilarious song. Yeah, yeah they're I
1: just think, yelling at him before being
0: Medusa'd. Yes. Literally Medusa'd. Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh,
3: yeah, I loved it because, um, it was just a very, uh, like, not subtle joke about his name being Frankfurter no. calling yes. him a hot noise. Like, yo, yo, weenie. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like, did... like, some, some of this, some of this musical is like, you know, pretty high, uh, uh
0: like,
3: t- takes some, takes some, like, intellectual capacity to, like, understand some of the humor, and this is just, like, very basic, base humor, <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, it's it's like, you know, laughing at farce kind of humor. Which we're all good yeah. for. It. Yeah, we, which I love as well. So it's got Carter, something for everybody. Carter right.
2: laughs at a lot I him, laugh so. at
3: my farce, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they're
0: funny. Um I did I did love how when they got Medusa, um when they turned to stone, they didn't just like turn to stone, they turned into like actual like Greek Grecian. style like statues. Yeah, all Grecian, their clothes are Grecian gone. style statues, yeah. With like with like the little like fig leaf over the genitalia there was no actually that was pubic hair yeah <laughs> yeah you're right
2: <laughs> um you, you think frankenfurter's gonna put a fig leaf <laughs> on anyone's genitalia
0: <laughs> oh wow
2: yeah. also- and then
1: columbia like stands up to frankenfurter yeah yeah oh
2: yeah
0: um, and then yeah, we she's see like, him as well
3: yeah, so no. she, i guess she was like pretty pissed about the whole him killing Eddie thing, which you know makes sense. Um, and then was basically just like, "You've got to stop this madness, uh, like you know, turning people to stone and stuff." So
2: and he was like, "No, I don't
0: wanna turn." And, and to this stone. is also <laughs>
1: where we found out that he split the brain between Eddie
3: and Rocky. Yes. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because this is when she actually talks about like her, like her and him being a thing prior and then her going to Eddie. Yeah, yeah,
1: And then we also find out, so riffraff and Magenta was like, when can we actually like go home? And we also find out that they're siblings.
2: Which is weird because yeah. they were doing some petting earlier. Yeah. I mean, I not really some heavy not some, some heavy necking petting, but some
0: so some prior stuff. to this, because like I petting. didn't know their names, I was writing them down as the butler and his girlfriend. Um, and then I switched in this scene to the butler and his sister, and I was very <laughs> confused. Yeah.
2: I wrote in um, large letters, "Brother?" Question.
1: Yeah, and then it's like <laughs> such a great line that Magenta was like, "I ask for nothing," and then Frankenfurter is just like, "And you shall receive it in abundance." Love
0: that. Oh, line. that's oh, a good yeah. line. I loved that line.
2: Yeah. Do we get to the to the floor show? Next. rose
0: tint my world <laughs> i really liked this oh like, I, as, too. As a production, so, I really the, liked the it. the
1: statues um have like they have like a lot of like makeup on and then they yeah. get de medusa and then yeah. we go for each character saying basically they're strife uh, yeah. They're all wearing but the same so,
3: thing. So, so are they kind of like in the process of being like brainwashed a little bit, where they are like now like under Frankfurt's control or something like that. Like it seemed like they were like that's what
0: I thought. Like I mean, partially like unwilling
3: be... to go along, but they were forced like physically to go along with. I, 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 I felt
1: too. it more like kind of like a drug. Like who could like say no to like that kind of like self expression for the first time in your life?
4: Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: More of I like thought, a bad okay. influence. As opposed to being physically forced,
2: I thought more okay, of an okay. imperious curse uh, okay. that they had something going on in their head that might have been a little bit different, but really their body is just telling them that everything's okay.
3: Yeah, I thought that was especially evident with uh, what's his name, uh, not Jared. With uh, Brad. Brad. Brad, yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's Brad's like, own. I feel like that was conference. yeah, it, especially evident with Brad where he, like, his facial expressions and stuff, like, sounded like, lo- or looked like he was, like, panicking, but then he was, like, physically still doing, like, the dance movement, so it was kind of strange.
0: Yeah. Also, I found it interesting with Brad's character how, like, he was the only one that was actually, like, kind of trying to cover himself up in the outfit that they were wearing with, like, the corset and the underwear and the garter and everything. Um, like, when they kind of, like, pan away, or like, cut away or whatever, you do see him, um, like, it's like, legs are like together like his knees are together and he's like covering his like crotch which i found interesting yeah but just like brett like we've established that you enjoy this just let yourself enjoy it
2: it can't The the total acceptance cannot happen in a night unless unless you're janet (laughs) yeah apparently
1: (laughs) yo janet was ready for it. Yeah. She
2: was ready for this she outfit. Was she was ready this, for this, everything yeah, that she, this night brought on.
3: This scene, more than anything, really just showcases uh, how good their legs are.
2: All of them had phenomenal oh legs, and I don't know if that's like a fishnets and high heels thing. It could, which um, maybe
1: uh, it could
2: yeah. be. I Everyone. haven't done this. A lot is what of we're going
1: to do? <laughs> let's <Experiment>. all get <laughs> let's all get fishnets
0: and let's oh, see how high heels. heels. Ready. Yeah. Okay. Done. Done. Well, I, mean, I, I got, do the... I do think fishnets look good on pretty much anyone, especially in heels.
2: So anyway, getting back to uh, <laughs> Rose Tint my
0: world, there is it. a
2: floor show that is happening, and we don't know what the floor show means. Did you guys? Yeah. Do you guys know what a floor show is in previous contexts? Well, floor of... show—I
1: I thought that was like like a
0: car show.
2: Yeah, I was
0: thinking. Yeah, was a I thought car it was show like as as expo well. or like like exposition <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so I, saw, I, I felt I saw, like.
3: Saw... I saw the uh, the statues like dressed up and stuff, and I thought it was going to be like a okay. like a fashion show, but on statues. Yeah. I like, can see doll, that, Yeah. And yeah, so.
1: Oh, uh, Carter, have you seen this before? No. Okay, cool. That would have been a good thing to talk about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Like the first time I saw, it, I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, so there. I I just thought they were like dead or something. Um, yeah. And they're, like, he's know, just when like. You turn down you're basically
3: dead. Yeah, they're just, he's yeah. just
1: like parading these people, but like to de Medusa them. And so the floor show is actually kind of like how they've transformed as people, is what I took it as.
0: Ah! Oh, Interesting. So they're okay.
1: each having their own story, their own awakenings, their own realizations, directly affected by Frankenfurter. And then it gets to a point that we get into the fanfare oh. slash uh, don't, don't dream it, be it. That they all have their own time, but in the background, the big radio tower, we have The RKO
2: radio picture. Exactly. Did, look, did, did anybody else have to look up what that what that was?
0: RKO.
2: RKO. Uh,
1: I didn't look it up.
0: I didn't look uh, it up, but I don't know what it means, so.
2: It was a um, very popular um, was it, what did I say it was, like a musical production or a, or just a movie production company in the 1930s? Um, so I can't really, I'm not sure if it was a uh, movie production company that uh, created a lot of the, um, a lot of the science fiction movies mm-hmm. that this is supposed to be a parody of. But it is a real company, but it was not relevant of the 1970s. It was around the 1930s. Okay. Okay. half of that, I would take about 50% of what I said was probably correct.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are on the
1: second (laughs) Vampire 69.
2: I am towards the bottom of the second. uh, I'm about
1: about halfway. So, fanfare, don't dream it uh be it um we see oh yeah and then they get into
0: the pool orgy scene
1: yeah when they get the (laughs) the (laughs) bottom of the pool is like the creation of adam
0: what is the way yeah
1: painting yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. uh, oh i
2: totally missed that
1: and like the best part of this song besides like the pool orgy is that dr scott is like reanimated and then it's like lifts up his he's legs slated. and he's like already wearing fishnets and then
3: he's walk out yeah I, and that is I such know. a mood that i can't explain <laughs> but i'm here for it also did you notice that uh, what was her name columbia yeah uh her nips were just out what oh, yes. <laughs> did you notice that, yeah, no, that yes. totally
1: uh nips out for harambe
3: yeah, it it's <laughs> Yeah, Harambe was respected. Okay, it's not uh, 2012 right now, <laughs> or whatever. Isn't it? Yeah, I was like, Harambe
0: "Whoa, okay." Um, but I, I do like that during this uh pool orgy, um, because if you it's, will. it's it's more than four, so it's not a foursome; it's an orgy, um, yeah. <laughs> and. Brad actually seems to be getting, like, really into it. So I like to think that this is, like... He was already kind of into it, but then when he was, like, in the outfit, he was, like, a little shy. But now that he's, like, in the pool with, like, everyone else, I feel like he's, like, coming into it. And he's just like, I I like this. Yeah. I'm into it. I want to be here.
1: They're, like, uh-huh. Rose tint yeah. my world to, like, shield me from all, like, the pain and suffering. It's like, this is definitely yeah. an idyllic situation. Let me, like, remain in this state. Keep me here because it's better than actually, like, having the realization of, like, everything else that's, like, goes on in life.
2: Yeah. Um, how do we think the Titanic floaty fits into all of this?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know <laughs> if I I, 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 I yeah, think it's very one, much, like, sort what, of what damp. Frank and
2: Frankenfurter dove into from the radio tower. He dove in and then the fog spread away and he is in a Titanic floating. Oh, yeah. I think it's it's
1: very much like also alluding to like the sort of Damocles. It's like, he's damned.
4: Like, oh. this is
1: not going to work out for him. He was like, yes. Um, we're all going to shake it till the life is all gone. I'm Just going like to, they
2: did on the Titanic.
1: Just like they did on the Titanic. And it was yeah. like very much... Like, hey, I'm expressing myself, I'm being the who I want to be, completely ignorant from what may be affecting me. Yeah. Which will be, like, his, like, ultimate demise. He's just ignoring it. It's just there. It's always there, ever-present.
0: Do
2: you think at this point he's, like, he... Are you saying that he thinks he knows?
1: No, I'm saying he ha- ha- be- he doesn't know. He's, like, oblivious ah. to it. But, like, to the audience... We know from Rocky Song to sort of Damocles and, like, this instance that, like, the person who has it so good is, like, going to... Just destined,
3: destined to Going to, to end, de- end de-
1: de- Yeah, destined yeah. to, like, fall.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can see that.
1: That's how I saw it.
0: I'm, I'm here for that interpretation. And then we see Riff
1: Raff and Magenta come out totally in different duds. Which I think magenta, like, it was definitely like a play on like Frankenstein's monster's wife with like with the wife. Or just with the hair, but their
2: whole getup was the silvery, like Old school sci-fi alien. Together. What we all
0: thought, yeah, like aliens looked yeah. like, but we couldn't yeah, do the alien makeup, so it was just people metallic. in random weird metallic dress. yes. yes. I'm pretty yeah.
3: sure they were in actually Dragon Ball Z uh, Saiyan armor.
1: So. Uh, yeah, yeah, they,
3: they, like their power level was over nine thousand. You were correct.
0: Yeah, so, sure.
2: Also, Riffraff
1: no longer has his hump. So yes, went, yeah.
0: because it was just shoulder pads. It was just padding. Yeah. Just so padding. then we they find out, stand up straight.
1: Then we find out that. It was like, hey, we're in charge now. Your mission was a failure. Like you said before, Megan, with the pitchfork trident gun thing. Yeah. The American Gothic.
2: Well, So when they come out of the door, he has the laser pitchfork positioned as a, as if it is a regular yeah. pitchfork. And they yeah. are just in the American Gothic. Uh, stance.
0: Yeah. And I, I immediately thought of that because I was like, why else would his like why would his laser be shaped like that? Like so there's no reason for it to I just be like that.
2: I would love to know like do a deep dive into why this piece of art what took so much uh, <laughs> presence of this well, movie <laughs> musical.
1: Uh correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a uh, it's uh Grant Wood is the artist. It is Grant Woods, yes. And this piece it was like this one town in Iowa that he was like painting and then the people in it is what he assumed to be the Iowans. people who would live yeah Yeah, so
0: it's, in Iowa it's in, it's in like Eldon Iowa
1: Eldon yeah exactly yeah, so yeah, yeah. like and he
0: saw this house and was inspired by it He's was like these are the people that like the like this is the type of person I imagine would live in this type of house
1: yes. So I saw that as the like recurring use of this was this like alien above it all race and like to America, like what they've seen of America. They're trying
2: to figure out how to fit in.
1: Yes. And they're like, these yeah. are the people I would imagine oh, that's would fit so in.
2: So funny with them being in the back of the, yeah. you know, being in the back of the, um, the wedding portrait as that. And they're like, yes, let's put this on our walls. Not because it's a family photo, but because this is how we're going to fit into the human life. Yeah, Yeah. this is how we're going to be earthlings. Oh, I love that. So I thought that was a very, like,
1: Grant Wood's kind of homage. They're like, we're invading, but this is how I, from our intel, I picture they would be, this is how we'll get away with it
2: yep um yeah, that I, that's that's true that is exactly why they did that so moving on there's no other reason no debate here yeah.
0: <laughs> um but yeah so then they they show up and they say like oh we're taking you well actually they don't say they're taking him back to transylvania i think i think they say like we're going back to transylvania and, yeah. he and they're going he's going back to transsexual him. Transsexual yes, in yes, yes. the galaxy of Transylvania. In the galaxy of Transylvania, yes, yes. Um, um and so they then we get into the song. He's going. Correct, and then so we get into the song "I'm Going Home," which honestly, to me, which is, is a very, very daughtry. daughtry song. Yeah, yeah. One quarter.
1: There is very few people I love more on this planet than you, and this just confirms it. <laughs> yeah, this is very much like I'm going home now. Frank is, like, singing to an audience in his head, completely delusional. Yep. He was like, yeah, I understand. He's a showman. Uh, showman. He very much understands that, like, I was doing what I want here, but this is the end of it. So it's like a swan song kind of thing. Mm, Yes. Which I think is a Carmina Burana reference. I don't know where the term swan song comes up.
0: Ooh, okay. No, it's not an opera reference.
1: This. it, it, it it's, it's not Go. it's not uh a uh, movement 12 Olim locker is is about a swan that's dying so
0: no the term swan song
1: that's why i had a bassoon solo for
0: okay. so there's a reference to it in a lot of like literature and art but the term swan song comes actually from swans who there is like there is a specific like songs so, like swans and like geese and stuff like that don't really sing the same way like like mockingbirds and like other type of birds do. But there is a sort of like song almost that swans sing as they're dying. And that's actually where the term swan song comes from. And it actually is from swans. And that's why the term swan song is referring to someone's like last work or like their last thing that they do because it's like swans sing that as they're dying or when they know that they're dying. Yeah. Wow.
2: I'm going to do a really sad Google (laughs) uh video after this
3: um of dying,
1: of swans.
2: dying swans but i really want to figure out
1: <laughs> and <laughs> then the carter's going to like so pack sad. all his things and. Be,
3: like, <laughs> no. <laughs> i may leave <laughs> oh,
2: no. anyway he did his swan song
1: yeah yeah and so at the very end he thought he was like going to leave and then uh riffraff is like no we're leaving I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. And they have on. their anti-matter laser pitchfork. Because science. Indeed. And then I think it's Brad who's like, what's his crime? Why are
2: you killing him? I'm <laughs> like, <"I'm not> "He's <laughs> This is <laughs> <entire laughs> no, happening. Someone says he killed, he he killed murdered someone that in guy front of you. with the pick. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brad's a little...
2: And that's just what Lass, he did. In front just of you. caught up
0: in the fact that he's fully realizing his sexual awakening right now. So he's just like, "Wait, what's happening? Why yeah. are you killing him? I don't understand."
2: Everything's good about it. He's like, yeah. "Don't take but him I, away." I, w- I would
0: love to sleep with I, him I again. He was great in bed.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 So then, Riff Raff kills Frank, um and just out—I feel yeah. like
2: out of nowhere, all yeah, of these so- people died.
0: Oh, no.
1: At first, he kills Columbia, who, yep. like, gets yes. in the way. Yep. And then, running away, he, like, shoots Frank, and then he's, like, kind of, like, buried under the curtain kind of thing.
2: And then Rocky uncovers him.
1: Yeah, and, and... then it's like, try to very much King Kong, take him to the top yeah. of the tower.
2: hmm Yes.
1: Gets, like, obvious, very much more impervious to the antimatter. It's because of all his muscles. It's the muscles. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's the swole.
1: It's, it is oh, also, I thought it was the swole. But,
2: okay, but get, call now, him, So, him, he, he may have been born from... gay origins but he had a lot of heterosexual tendencies which i was always confused
0: about he was fluid because because rocky Rocky. yes frank himself is i think pansexual or at least bisexual oh yeah i would say pansexual Um, i would assume that if he's the one creating rocky he would give him at least some of those same tendencies so to me, Rocky's just down yeah. for anything. He's a sex- he's basically a living sex doll. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: So anyway, Rocky dies, and then is like, You killed them?
2: I thought you liked them.
1: Yeah. He liked you. Which I was like, <laughs> Wow. Way to stand up for your and also, brother.
2: Magenta had like a very different accent than she had, <laughs> Completely had the different. entire movie. Well, she just like, no, no, talk, she, was, like a she was playing
1: normal human the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And now she's just, like, And then
0: Patricia. he's just, like, oh, I didn't think they liked me. Like, blah, blah, blah.
1: They're, like, they yeah. don't like me. And then, like, Dr. Scott's, like, well, you're okay in my book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> please, don't please, kill yeah. me. Um, but, yeah, and then we kind of just see, what is it, Brad and Janet kind of laying in the field with uh, Dr. Scott in the wheelchair.
2: Well, they're trying to escape. That, yeah, so they right. really right. Yeah. Because they're, think like, they're we're,
0: going we're going to... Take away that's right, because they're like, oh, we're taking the right castle now? back to trans transe- the planet of transsexual. We're yeah. letting you yeah, leave. Yes, yeah. so they're here. running, and then, yeah. yes.
2: And they don't make it. They get stuck to the bottom of the castle. I thought they were in, I thought they were in the, like, the ground,
0: right? ground. No, 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 ground they, ground they, they, ground they get out. Of the
1: castle. But 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 they're, like, kind of, like, flailing around from, like, basically, like, a rocket yeah. meters away yeah. from Yeah, them. I
0: understand. Yeah. It's like, they got Leaving. out of the castle, but they were just, like... Why did I, I say don't meters? Because we are very I know.
3: American. I noticed that,
1: <laughs> and I'm proud to be and an American.
3: We're in oh, this edge you. This is your chance. Everybody, jump in! It's sixty-nine. <laughs> get up, proud. There. No, where's that creepy voice? Oh, okay. Uh, that's
1: that's what's called in, a, in the comedy world.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ah, um, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. so. I love how organic
1: that was. I, <laughs> we I set, it up. we set it up. There might
2: be some disagreement. I think that they're stuck in the bottom of the castle. You guys think that they stayed on the ground. Well, you know. I can
1: easily dispute this because okay. there is a somewhat sequel to this movie where Brad and Janet are still in Denton.
2: Oh, shit.
1: So okay. you're wrong. Well, Megan. Dang. <laughs> you got <it> right. <laughs> okay. So you mount, you may now leave i'll leave I'm you gonna, are we the weakest link look, Goodbye.
2: we have a little bit more vampire 69 so I'll that's I'll topical get um, um.
0: But yeah so then the movie basically ends with them like showing that and and i
2: i really like to like i feel like the the way it ends is kind of a callback where you really don't know what the uh it's a callback to all of the sci-fi horror films that they're trying to parody yeah of like you don't really know what happens to all of them kind of there's no happy down. ending everyone could just wrote happened down. Yeah. as soon as yeah. the movie
0: ended, like as soon as the credits came up i literally wrote down i have no idea what just happened <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly and i feel like there's been a lot i've i've seen a lot of old you know uh, i wouldn't i would not say the 19 whether what what's the well, the the movies that these that this movie musical is trying to parody are like the nineteen things like thirties like, through fifties, like think?
1: things like Tarantula yeah. and yeah, stuff like that.
2: Exactly, and so I wouldn't say that I've watched a lot of those, but I have watched a good amount of bad, low budget qual- uh, horror movies where you're like, what happened? Yeah. Where did all... Like, are these dead? You could just...
1: Megan, you could just say Cabin in the Woods. (laughs) That's okay.
3: (laughs) Yeah, just like, how did... As someone who loves horror horror movies. yeah.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, so it's like the ending of the movie. Riff Raff and Magenta leave back to their planet. Dr. Scott, Jen, and Brad are just, like, flailing on the ground. Everyone else is dead. The end. The end.
2: But (laughs) then the mouth doesn't come back, but the song, the, the Yeah. Song the, there's a back.
1: reprise of science fiction, yes. double feature. Yes. and it's um,
2: great.
1: yeah, I like that song and I, I like how the, 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 the criminologist calls, uh, the, he says like insects called human race lost in space. Yeah. and Meaning.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, really you know, cool
1: typical like, uh, goofy movie two poetry, reading, <laughs> snapping,
0: <laughs> kind of thing if you understand the reference Maybe i'm
2: trying to make too. i do
0: <laughs> yes so uh movie's over so yeah so the story and songs were by richard o'brien which we've talked about kind of throughout this he was a english new zealand actor writer musician tv presenter stuff. he it's so like a among, on among mr Ferb, Ferb. yes he was also in spice world Yes. <gasps> yes. I love um, And World. then for, like, theater, like, stage production, was also in Hair, Jesus Christ Superstar, which we will do at some point in this musical, or in this podcast, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, but the actual composer, like, the music of the movie was by Richard Hartley, who's an, Eng- an also an English composer. So he actually was originally part of the, like, four-piece band for the Rocky Horror Show. Um, and he also arranged the score for which what was it so he arranged the score for the london stage and the film adaptation of rocky horror picture show but he also um not as a music director but he also like in some capacity worked on the royal court theater broadway and london rocky horror show productions so like almost every time this show has been like majorly produced he has been a part of it in some capacity um, yeah, and he also was um he also did the musical arrangements for the Three Penny Opera, which um I thought was very interesting. Yeah, so like I feel like Richard Hartley and Richard O'Brien are not like super well known, at least not as much as like some of the other composers and um orchestrators that we've done on this podcast. But I think I think they're definitely both very talented and like they deserve to be recognized for the work that they've done. So just like a little bit on that. I agree.
1: Okay, so at this point. Raven and I are going to go put our instruments together. Mostly me because she just has a violin. Um, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna play for Carter and Megan. Uh, selection of uh, Time Warp. Ooh. Okay.
2: Should we do the dance while you guys? You play should. For
1: us? Yes, absolutely. stop because we both I... did something wrong.
0: <laughs> Cuz okay, I follow.
1: We both played the like one repeat again where we should have just gone to 27.
0: No, no, no. I didn't play it again. I started going to 27 and then I noticed you weren't there and so then I waited for you to get there. I appreciate that. Let's start at 27. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Count us off, Raven. <laughs> 1 2
1: one, two, three, four. <laughs> that is not the note. Do <laughs> you want to start over? Because I'm not like really trying to follow you. I told you 35, 30 35 to
0: 45 was going to be rough.
1: Yeah, let's do what? 35. I was trying to follow you. I was like, yeah, you're not. You're not in it, but, <laughs> no. like, let's let's try to salvage
0: <laughs> this, you
1: know? Because I we sp- sound great. <laughs> can
0: we- <laughs> Rude. Can we just go to 47? Let's try 35. Uh, okay, nope, we're doing it. Uh, okay, if I... One second.
1: Because we have to do I 40, think- 41, 40, 40, measure 43 with the 16th notes. We have
0: to at least try it. I think if I shift to second position, I can do it. Give me a second. 35. That means nothing to me. Yeah, because you're a band player, instead so of a string player, so therefore you are inferior. Um, <laughs> one, two,
2: one, two, three, four. I it isn't
0: <laughs> the worst we've done. Oh, we've done
1: so much I, worse.
2: We've done I really so like much it. worse. I love it so much. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, uh, Megan and Carter, how how do you think we did for Time Warp? Um, Loved it.
2: I loved it, too. I thought you guys did a fantastic job. I really could not picture before you guys started playing how this clarinet-violin combo of version of the Time Warp would go, and I thought it was executed perfectly. Rock and roll. Rock and (laughs) roll.
3: Rock and roll. So,
0: what'd you
1: all think, everyone, including Raven? Um, what'd you think of the musical, just like, uh, as a final review?
0: Okay, so here's my thing.
1: Oh, I'm I'm probably
0: gonna make some people upset. I don't like this musical. Um... (gasps) I okay, so I Gasp understand, <laughs> I understand <laughs> the overall like message of it. I think I think as a artistic concept it's really great and I think artistically it is executed that's so that's what musicals so, are well. Yeah, yeah okay, but cool, it's just cool, like cool, cool, cool. It's just like not my cup of tea. Like it's just not my thing. It's like I recognize like I totally understand everyone that loves it and I get it, like I get why. I just don't enjoy it to that level.
3: Carter and uh, I Okay, um, I'm gonna go next. I think this musical is interesting because it really blurs the line between uh, satire and like low production quality. Uh,
1: <laughs> what you know, what that should be like on the back of the DVD.
3: <laughs> um, but uh, so 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 you know, there's some questionable moments, but I really enjoy the sentiment, and I also I, I feel like it's you know, it would be one thing to watch this movie in 1974, 5. But, like, present day, knowing that it's a cult classic and knowing, like, the other traditions associated with watching the movie, I feel like you can't help but enjoy it because of that. Like, knowing that it's, like, kind of cheesy. Um, mm. But, like, people just, like, really lean into that and, and enjoy it. So I, I feel like it's, uh, you know... It, I may have a different opinion if I watched it without knowing all of that. Um, but because of that, I, I think I really did enjoy the movie.
2: I think I really reflect that in a, in a viewing it in the present day context of how it has created this community of people who are just so... They, they look at it as a symbol of being free to be whoever they want to be. And that was definitely the context in which I first saw it, which I don't think I explained at the beginning of (laughs) this podcast. My first experience with this movie uh, musical life (laughs) was (laughs) my 16th birthday. My aunt and uncle, uh, my uncle was in a production of this. Oh. In part, what in part drag. did he
4: play?
2: He he was not in it. He was uh he was in the band, but still, but drag. he was in full drag. And uh, him and my aunt thought it was a fantastic thing to because they're doing a like a close to Halloween performance, which is near my birthday, and yeah. that he they thought it would be a fantastic idea for me to bring all of me and all of my sixteen-year-old girl friends over to watch this without any of us having. Any understanding of what this was (laughs) before, Um, and so what I saw it, what um, what I saw as at the beginning was just oh, a outlet of free expression, which was also a very silly way of um, celebrating my 16th birthday. That's that's what I associate. This story with, and that's why it was the first uh, musical that came to mind when I was trying to think of a musical where we could drink Vampire Sixty Nines. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with that context, that's that's uh, where I where I keep this production in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I feel very similarly where I um, I've seen like you know stage productions, and this isn't my first time seeing the actual like Tim Curry movie. But, like, this piece is very much self-expression of so many different people. And I really appreciate it for that. And I, I really like it in that regard. Yes. And with that, uh, thank you, Megan and Carter, for Thank you guys so much. We are so here. happy to be uh, we've here. We've had so much fun. And we've gone on so many tangents. And I love you, two <laughs> more than life itself. And I'm so glad we you're, you like, both. you know, took part in this endeavor with us.
3: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Do you have anything to promote?
3: <laughs> um, I don't have an Instagram, so you know. yeah. Carter's got
2: <laughs> zero social media. Oh, uh,
3: R- Remy, our dog. Can we? Promote? we yeah, you dog. can promote Can't Remy. Your
2: dog. Remy, He's a come cutie. Here. Every- as soon as we said his name, he jumped off the couch and he's been on our lap the whole time. Remy, oh. Remy has not peed tonight yet um, because
3: this ran a little long. Um, so <laughs> four hours and thirty-nine
1: minutes and fourteen seconds.
3: So, <laughs> so uh, big props to Remy.
2: Yeah, wait a hold His bladder. bladder. Yeah.
3: yeah, good boy. Good uh, job, Remy.
2: Also. Um, Everyone, I would like to do a promotion for um, washing your hands and wearing your masks. Yes. Uh,
1: Yes. Girl.
2: And I know it's October, but you should still do it.
0: Oh, but it's... No, it's still relevant because they're predicting... Well, technically, the first wave never ended, but they're predicting that the second wave will actually be in October. So it's even... If anything, it's more relevant when the... the Wash your
2: hands, wear your masks, stay social distancing, but also... Make sure that you're checking on your mental health, yeah. and keeping up with your friends and your family, and trying to keep up a social life, and making sure that everything's okay.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. Also, yeah. love dogs because they're amazing. Okay. Love All right, you. Bye, 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 everyone. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>